Take the Ron Show wherever you go. Download the America One Radio app to your smartphone and listen on the go. Or in traffic wishing you were on the go. The Ron Show on America One Radio. And before we get to on this day in black history, well, this is historic. The first African-American and female vice president of the United States was in Atlanta today. And she spoke at uh, the uh, Georgia Tech campus to a packed house, by the way. And uh, the brunt of her message was about climate change. This is the planet we've got. It is a precious place. Um, it, is, it is a place that we have a responsibility for taking care of. And um, that there is a whole lot of work that can be done, but the clock is not just ticking, it's like banging. She talked about uh, the federal infrastructure, climate change measures that are going to pump a trillion dollars into efforts to beat back greenhouse gas emissions. And she also, of course, appealed to students to look at the spending as a sustainable, quote, new plateau in American efforts to cool warming temperatures. All right, let's wrap the show with On This Day in Black History. Oh, some good ones too, man. I ain't gonna lie. All right, so let's uh, go back to 1944. Harry McAlpin became the first African-American to be accredited to attend a White House press conference. 1944, y'all, World War II. Over four decades later in 1985, Brenda Renee Pearson became the first African-American female to record the State of the Union message delivered by the president in the House chambers. All right. Uh, let's move forward. Up oh, 1965. Oh, this is one of my jams. The Supremes released their single, Stop in the Name of Love. That song hit number one on multiple charts and went on to sell millions of copies. Uh, 1986. Got a couple of uh, things here for you. Figure skater Debbie Thomas and pre-med student uh, uh, she, of course, she was a figure skater and a pre-med student at Stanford, became the first African-American to win the women's singles of the U.S. Figure Skating Championships. It was also in this year, 1986, Oprah Winfrey's television show premiered across the United States. She became the first African-American woman to host a nationally syndicated talk show on this day in 1986. Which sounds like a long time. It is a long time ago. Who am I kidding? But it really wasn't. It's just 37 years. I say just 37 years ago. I'm about to be 49, so I guess I can say that. But it's like a, like a blink in human history and just a, a, a tiny fraction of our nation's history. It really wasn't all that long ago that the first woman to host a syndicated national television show became a thing. As far as uh, Black History birthdays, who do we have? Uh, Brooklyn Dodger Joe Black, born on this day, 1924. He was the first African-American pitcher to ever win a World Series game. He passed away in 2002 at the age of 78. Uh, what you talking about, Willis? Gary Coleman, born on this day in 1968. You remember him from Different Strokes, right? Uh, Arnold Jackson, the most popular character on the show, thanks to that catchphrase, what you talking about, Willis? course he passed away back in 2010 at the age of 42 sadly all right uh here i am done like uh three and a half minutes early awkward what am i going to talk about uh i mean there are a couple other headlines that i just decided not to really spend a whole lot of time in but there was um okay there was this one bill oh this is awkward uh there's this uh one bill that's been introduced in the state legislature to boost the penalties for pimps you know johns to uh 
get more than just a few days in jail. They're talking like at least a year. How is that possible? Like we're we're sitting here trying to make a big deal about sex trafficking and uh, sex slavery, and yet right now in the state of Georgia, a pimp or a John only gets a few days in the slammer. Anyway, the um, bill passed along mostly party lines. State Senator Jason Estevez voting with Republicans on this. Really? Why are we? What's what's up? Democrats, let's talk about this, y'all. So this uh, this is uh, Senate Bill 36, sponsored by uh, Republican Whip Andy Robertson, who, by the way, used to be a sheriff's deputy. And he says this legislation is very clear. What it does is it tells the supplier and that person who feeds off of that supply that we're not going to stand around and allow them to shop and to sell human flesh anymore. I'm interested to hear from Democrats why they oppose this. Like, seriously, Jason Estevez was the only Democrat voting for this? I'm scratching my head, y'all. What's up with that? Okay, scouring this article, apparently there is the Democratic whip, Harold Jones, of my hometown of Augusta, who says that studies show that mandatory minimum sentences don't curb crime. And he's not wrong, and mandatory minimums in a lot of ways did lead to mass incarceration of people of color. But we're talking about sex trafficking, sir. We're talking about sex trafficking. In some cases, there should be a mandatory minimum sentence. And we're talking anywhere from 1 to 10 years for the pimp. And I believe 1 to 10 years for the John. And I think the John gets a slightly more lenient sentencing, at least for the first time. No, no. Yeah, we, we listen, I, I get taking principled stands, but but my, my Democrat friends in, this, in the state Senate, no. Y'all got to vote for this. I will reach out to Harold Jones to have a little Q&A with him about this, hopefully on the show. He said, according to uh, Maya Prabhu at the AJC, mandatory minimums do not work. There's no evidence to show that it actually does. He then gave like an anecdotal reference, I guess, quoting somebody who would be pro-mandatory minimum for this. Uh, Well, my gut tells me if you make it mandatory, the person won't do it. And then he goes on to say for himself, anytime a person commits an offense, their main concern is getting caught. They truly believe once they get caught, no matter what the offense is, they're probably going to jail. Yeah, that's the idea. That's the idea. You want to eliminate sex trafficking? Eliminate the pimps. Eliminate the Johns. I don't get this. I don't understand. Anyway, I'm going to reach out to Harold Jones. Hopefully we'll get a response from somebody within the Democratic Party, if not him, to give some clarity on this. Why are we opposing this? Well, that's a good way to end the Ron Show, right? Well, cliffhanger. Back tomorrow, 5 to 6 p.m. on the America One Radio app, AmericaOneRadio.com. Good night.